Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez. We're still on Zoom. Aaron Keller is here. And today we also have our outdoor connection coordinator, Bobby Jones, along with Amelia Raquel, who we've never had on Nevada Wild before. And she is a biologist for Ducks Unlimited, which we'll get into in a second. But first, Bobby, we, um, you're now a regular, I'd say. You've been on, if people have been listening, they know who you are at this point. You're our Outdoor Connection Coordinator. Pretty new position, and we just threw this task at you of finding us some podcast topics each month, um, different topics on how people, we kept it pretty general. So we basically said, find us different agencies or groups to highlight just to help us connect people with the outdoors. So could you explain how you chose to bring on Amelia with Ducks Unlimited? Yeah, absolutely. So in my previous role as the shared habitat biologist here in the Western region, um, you know, I was fortunate to work with lots of different people and groups. And I think sometimes they fly under the radar a little bit. And there are quite a few different conservation organizations and efforts that um, you know, we don't, they don't get to tell their conservation story quite as much or out in front um, as, as much as it could be. And I've worked with Amelia on several projects or a few different projects um, more consistently than others, but um, thought she has a really good story to share and Ducks Unlimited, you know, it's more than um, you know, your local banquet. They do really big scale um, restoration projects and just be an exciting person to talk to. We agree, and thank you, Amelia, for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course, and um, so I, I just, I wanna get into what exactly you do then. Um, so you, could you just explain a little bit about yourself and your position with Ducks Unlimited? Sure, so I am the Intermountain West biologist for Ducks Unlimited. I'm based in Susanville, California, which is about an hour and a half north of Reno. And my um, region covers Klamath Basin, so into Southern Oregon, all of Northeastern California, and the entire state of Nevada. Um, and so I work on on the ground habitat restoration projects um, with an engineering counterpart. So I tend to do kind of more like project management, grant writing, um, partner development, and kind of reporting on the back end. And then my engineer does a lot more of the technical work, like. Um, collecting survey data and doing engineering design of projects and then construction management. So when you say partners, I would assume Endow is one of those then. It sounds like, I mean, Bobby being from our habitat division had worked with you a lot. So what is some of the type of work that our agencies do together? Yeah, Endow has um, been a great partner for us in the state of Nevada. Uh, we have a few projects coming up this year one is on Carson Lake of Pasture, which Endow manages um, just south of Fallon. And we're working to improve water conveyance to that facility to improve wetland management. Um, and then we also have a project being constructed on Mason Valley Wildlife Management Area, which is near Yarrington. And that's more kind of our traditional wetland recontouring, improve um, delivery and drainage to and among the units, so replace water control structures, create habitat islands, things like that. Oh, I was just going to ask if, um, 
like how large of a scale like i don't know if most people know like when you say water conveyance or you say you know wetland rehab project like how large of a scale is that I mean, we're the driest state in the union so those to me seem like very important projects and but just i guess how do you scale that to explain it to the public yeah so i mean we do a variety of different types of projects some you know really small like single unit projects it can be you know 50 acres on a private duck club but then we also work on you know much larger projects so such as the one that is improving water conveyance to Carson Lake and Pasture that's actually working in conjunction with Bureau of Reclamation and Truckee Carson Irrigation District so helping them on the actual irrigation district facilities so those are huge large-scale canals you know that deliver water to you know that entire district so we go anywhere from you know small to massive undertaking so yeah and everything in between this is probably me being naive but i am happy that bobby brought you on here because i i obviously working at endo i know ducks unlimited um but i just didn't realize how much conservation work you guys really do and like you said it's small to large and everything in between and then one thing aaron was saying before we even started the podcast is he was saying just in general how is it being a biologist for ducks unlimited like what a cool job and as you were saying just all the work you guys do yeah it's um it's really fun um people within du um staff and even our volunteers especially in the state of the matter really great people and like you know everyone's super supportive and really dedicated to the mission and conservation in general and then even you know all the partners i get to meet like bobby and you know there's various other people across the state of nevada and elsewhere and it's just generally like really good people trying to get work done which is like really exciting and fulfilling as like a job so how did you get into that position or how what is your background that got you into that job so i um grew up just south of sacramento in california in kind of the delta sacramento san joaquin delta region um and i grew up duck hunting with my dad um and then you know when i was about to go to college i was deciding what i wanted to do and actually my dad was a biologist for the state for many many years um so naturally i got my undergraduate degree in wildlife biology from university of california davis and then went straight into grad school um, at the university of saskatchewan in canada and i did a master's degree on kind of looking at trends of duck different duck species in the prairies and factors influencing those different populations. Um, so, I mean, duck settlement is kind of a natural fit for me. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and it kind of just like ended up that way, but, you know, I'm pretty happy to be where I am and I'm, you know, really excited to, you know, continue on in my position and get, you know, work done on the ground and improve habitat and meet great people and, you know, just continue conservation efforts. Hey, Amelia, um, how does Ducks Unlimited decide like where projects will happen or how, how does that interaction work like with the state agency, I guess? Yeah, so there's um, various like national and regional plans um, for different, you know, bird groups or different species, right? So ones that we pay particular attention to are obviously waterfowl management plans. And there's the North American waterfowl management plan that kind of has dictated, you know, 
where priority areas are for waterfowl. Um, and now, you know, water birds and shorebirds and land birds kind of follow behind those, um, at least in our work. And so, I mean, in Nevada, you know, there's only so many wetland areas. So all of those are pretty important. Um, they're kind of like little strings of pearls, you know, across the migration flyway. So it's pretty much any wet area in Nevada we would consider working in. Um, and then in terms of projects, you know, a lot of it has to do with, you know, when we work on public areas, the managers generally tend to know what they want or need or what can be done to improve those just because they're out there all the time, you know, and so we help facilitate that um, and try and get funding to make those happen. And then for private landowners, you know, a lot of times they also have an idea of, you know, what they think would work. Um, but if not, we can provide technical assistance and kind of, you know, talk about different things and the ecological benefits of doing this versus that and, you know, feasibility of those different things. So that's kind of how that works. And I hadn't thought about this until just now, Amelia, but, um, you know, is there something that you would tell, like, say I'm, you know, ex private landowner and, you know, I've got a little pond and I just wanted to make it a little better for ducks. Is there, is there common things that come up that you tell people like, Hey, you could do this, or, um, you could think about that. Um, I mean, generally we go look at projects before we provide any sort of, you know, technical assistance or advice, but I would say, you know, the biggest thing to improve your wetland habitat is how you manage it. Um, you know, a lot of people I think maybe don't realize that wetlands actually need to go dry in order to germinate those, you know, waterfowl foods and, you know, provide better habitat or reset that vegetational succession in those wetlands to provide you know, other sorts of nesting habitat and things like that for other species. So I'd say wetland management is, you know, the primary thing we advise on for private landowners. Yeah, which, which gets into even just, you know, water level changes being important. And, you know, people think of maybe, you know, oh, there's this lake and there's ducks on it, but it's really that, that change of depth and the, and the different habitats that are built through that, I guess, is, is what you're getting at. Yeah, I mean, wetland systems um, are naturally dynamic. So when you stabilize them, it actually is like detrimental to the health of those systems, right? So you need those fluctuations in water level and you need, you know, those changes over time to germinate and, you know, improve those conditions that would naturally exist. Got it. There's a lot to what you do. <laughs> <laughs> More than I'd ever think. What, um, do you have any success stories that stand out to you? Um, I mean, we construct projects every year. So, I mean, we have successes every year, I would say. Yeah, that's um, a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, just in general, like, success for me is when, you know, I go back to a project a year or two later and it's flooded because usually when I see it, it's right after construction and we construct, you know, when the units are dry and things like that. So we don't get to see them in their full glory, you know, but you go back and the vegetation has grown and then you just see the ducks or you see the birds, you know, really using that habitat or they just find it, you know, immediately. And it's, just, it's like really fulfilling to like see that come full circle, you know. Exactly. And you're in California and Nevada, but like Aaron was saying about Nevada, we are such a dry state, the driest in the nation. So that, that type of work really makes a difference. So I could only imagine how fulfilling it would be to go back to those areas afterward and see them thriving. 
Yeah, I was thinking, especially because your area is so big and you kind of get to see, you know, Southern Oregon, Northern California, then down in Nevada. That's a big chunk of land where you can see some real success. Yeah, it's been really cool. It's been, yeah, a great, a great position for me so far. Well, we are already halfway through the podcast, so I think that's a good place to stop for our break. But we will be right back. You're listening to Nevada Wild. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Today we have our outdoor connection coordinator. I almost butchered that, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby Jones on here. He's becoming a regular, as we were saying during the first half. And then for the first time, we have... Ducks Unlimited biologist Amelia Raquel on and she was telling us all the work she does for Ducks Unlimited but during the break you were saying you get that common question I mean it's in your name um are you guys all about ducks <laughs> is that all Ducks Unlimited <laughs> is involved in yeah I mean I think the genesis you know when DU was formed was about ducks but obviously you know we've evolved and we're primarily more about wetlands conservation, which supports ducks, um, waterbirds, shorebirds, other things. I mean, obviously a lot of our supporters and a, a lot of, you know, our origin tied to duck hunting, but I would say not all of our supporters are duck hunters. And, you know, the wetlands work we do um, does provide other activities for people such as bird watchers and, um, you know, photography and different things like that. So when I said any improvements we do to the habitat, you know, I think would improve those activities for others as well. You know, anyone that visits those WMAs, not just for hunting. That is true. And people forget, I mean, when we're talking about getting out to the WMAs and we promote that, we're talking about for any reason at all. Like you said, it's not just about hunting. It's for anyone who wants to get out there just spending time outdoors or even wildlife viewing. Yeah, and I, I know my father-in-law is a big birder and you know some of the places you're doing work I, i'm sure you know provide ancillary benefits for those other bird species shorebirds and and all kinds of stuff in that fallon area urington is there um this is we didn't talk about this yet but this is probably uh a question you get maybe not necessarily from this group but you started you said your dad was a biologist and you wanted to become a biologist anything that was interesting along that path or insights that you got? That's funny, actually. So my dad started out as a fisheries biologist and then kind of became a big game biologist later in his career. And actually going into college, I thought I was going to be a big game biologist. <laughs> and then, <laughs> I don't know, waterfowl just kept calling to me. And I mean, it kind of goes back to my roots, I guess, you know, and I just kept going down that path and I haven't went back. <laughs> That's interesting. So are you, so you are a waterfowl biologist, not a habitat biologist, because that's actually, that's two different divisions within endow. So I'm like, I think I'm thinking like endow divisions. So are, or are you a waterfowl habitat biologist? 
<laughs> yeah, I'd say I'm more of like a waterfowl habitat biologist. I mean, by training, I'm probably more of a waterfowl ecologist. Um, but I mean, the work that I do is now improving habitat. So I'm kind of crossing both of those lines, I guess. Yeah. I like how it crosses over on both and the fact that you thought you were going to be a big game biologist and now here you are <laughs> talking to us about waterfowl and habitat. Yeah. Bobby, was there something you were going to ask? Sorry. Oh, I, I didn't know there's, there's multiple things. I, I know you said you always have successes. Do you have like an eye to the future? Is there a type of project or, or something that you'd like to see happen? Um, I mean, we're always working to develop new projects and foster new partnerships with, you know, people that we have worked with before, people that we haven't worked with before. And those partnerships can be, you know, obviously we work with the refuges and the um, state wildlife areas. You know, we also work with private individuals. We work with Nevada Waterfowl Association. You know, we're starting um, partnerships with other sorts of organizations such as like core mining and things like that. So really we, you know, there's ways to partner with anyone and everyone potentially you know if the fit is right um so developing those and developing those you know in different parts of the state so primarily we've been working in western nevada just because um the focus there and quite frankly logistics but you know i would love to get out to eastern nevada uh, we had done a couple of projects in southern nevada right when i started but getting back down there to some of those um wetland complexes would be great so i mean yeah i would love to just you know spread <laughs> spread our influence and create new partnerships and just, I don't know, get things done on the ground. So this can be an official pitch to those people in Eastern Nevada <laughs> or Southern Nevada that have ideas or that are near a wetland area or, or there may be potential that uh, you would be the person to go to. Totally. Yeah. This may be dangerous. You might be adding um, a lot to your workload. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay <laughs> yeah probably a good thing though since you're wanting to spread ducks unlimited's um influence around the state and i was gonna ask actually so do you spend a huge chunk of your time since you do cover such a wide area and you're actually based in california right so do you spend a lot of time in nevada on projects yeah, I mean, um, obviously I have to balance different areas throughout my region, but I would say I do spare, spend a fair amount of time in Nevada, especially recently because we currently have a North American Wetlands Conservation Act grant. So that's a pretty large federal grant um, that covers right now the Lawton Valley area. And so we're delivering those projects this year. So those are the ones on Garsling, Basher, and Mason Valley. Um, and there's one on Stillwater National Wildlife Refuge as well. So as of right now, I'll be in Nevada for, you know, a couple years, actively busy, but I'm always, you know, talking to partners and looking at projects, so. Yeah, and hopefully when those Eastern and Southern Nevada people hear this, they'll be reaching out to you too, and then you'll spend even more time here in Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited because uh, all the areas that Amelia's rattling off are all areas that I duck hunt and goose hunt. <laughs> take my boys out too so I'm excited I've seen some of the work that we've done on some wetlands um, when I lived in Mason Valley and how that benefits the hunter the birds um, in Nevada we're so dry that you know every drop of water is valuable and um, 
it doesn't always take making a new lake or making like this big, you know, um, reservoir of water. Sometimes it's just making it more efficient or efficiently using that water. That uh, so, yeah. There's there's tons of work to be done. That's for sure. But I'm excited to see what happens and what comes of it. Yeah, that's a huge part of what most of our projects are in my region is water use efficiency and water management. So improving those two things to make the best habitat you can out of, you know, the areas that you have that do have water. <laughs> How is it hearing from hunters like Aaron to hear that they're seeing your work and enjoying it? I, mean, I think it's great. I mean, um, that's also, you know, another fulfilling thing. One, obviously, I'm partial to the birds, but <laughs> it's great to hear that people are also, you know, enjoying the work that we're doing and, you know, are supporting it and, you know, they're recognizing that we're doing good things. That's always nice to hear. <laughs> yeah. and no, then, and I, I don't, oh, go ahead, Ashley. No, you go ahead, Bobby. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know. So you're super familiar with what's going on here and I'm, you know, not to put you on the spot on what's going on outside of here, but I, I mean, Ducks Unlimited is huge. Do you want to just give us an idea like what that looks like at the, uh, you know, whether it's nation, national or global or, or what that looks like? Yeah, so um, Ducks Unlimited is in Canada, the U.S. and Mexico. Um, and we have, you know, those are all separate companies, but all kind of, you know, sister companies. Um, and in DU in the States, I mean, just for reference, obviously there's one biologist, me for Nevada, but in California we have, I think like eight different biologists. So, you know, depending on the different, you know, wetland areas or funding availability in those states, you know, you might have more DU work going on or more DU employees. Um, Well, and, and so we know, you know, we know if people want to go to you, you're the person locally for, you know, starting to outline projects and stuff like that. But you guys also have the website. And I know there's information on youth programs, there's waterfowl research, there's, um, you know, you can join DU. Uh, I, I know that, you know, even if someone's listening to this and they're not here, just like you're saying now, there's eight different uh, DU biologists in California, I imagine, um, no matter where you're listening to this from there's there's someone close to you that is doing some type of wetland conservation work which is which is pretty neat yeah totally and on that how can people get involved like are there volunteer opportunities um, on our grassroots side of things um, you can become a volunteer and you know help out with your local events to raise money for you know the conservation work we do um, and that's not something I'm directly involved in, but you can um, go on the Ducks Unlimited website and find out, you know, what your local chapter is and connect with them and get involved that way. It shows we need DU on here more because we're just throwing questions for the entire agency. IU and you're taking them all, but it's such a big organization. So Bobby, thanks for leading the way there and getting someone with DU here on our podcast to talk to, hey. to educate people. I can promise that, you know, I wasn't uh, near as aware until I started working with Amelia, the different types of things that people were out there doing and, and what it may or may not look like. So, I mean, it's just that exposure and you don't know what you don't know. There's, I think, all kinds of good conservation work going on out there. It's just hard to, you know, get your arms around all of it. 
Exactly. And yeah. yeah, the other thing with us that we're, you know, we're fortunate, we're in the Great Basin, right? So everything kind of is around us. So it's very easy for us to just like keep umbrellaing out and keep talking about projects. But with a partner like Ducks Unlimited, we are connected in that we are in the Pacific Flyway, but you know, our swans come from Utah. So we're kind of in the middle of everything and makes it makes it really easy to have a good conversation and have some cool projects come up. And it's uh, it's definitely interesting to hear how, you know, Amelia's in California and manages a bunch of that stuff, but then also, you know, being part of a national organization that can leverage, you know, experts that have experience in all sorts of different places um, can benefit Nevada. So, yeah, it's awesome. Well, we're pretty much out of time unless there's anything else you want to say, Amelia, while we have you here. Anything else about the work you're doing or just anything you want people to know? I would just say, um, you know, thanks for all the listeners and the Ducks Women supporters in the state of Nevada and I'm excited to, you know, continue on and do good work. Of course, definitely. If you're listening, check out their website. And Amelia, thank you so much for being here and letting us put you on the spot with all different, throwing just all types of questions at you. So <laughs> yeah, thanks again for having me. It was fun. We appreciate it. That does it for this week's Nevada Wild. Thank you everyone for listening. again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife. <laughs>